0: Love Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older, yet we know that if we want to continue to celebrate our lives as we age, we have to be mindful of how we feed our bodies. That's why I am so excited to welcome our guest today, Dr. Dr. Michael Croupane. I'm already a major fan of this doctor, health and nutrition expert, because I was lucky enough to get to interview him for his groundbreaking books, What to Eat When and the What to Eat When Cookbook. But now Dr. Croupane has taken his research one delicious step further and created a new cookbook filled with tasty, tempting recipes that will both fuel your body and make your taste buds very happy. It's called The Power Five, and I can't wait to get started. So welcome, Dr.
1: Thank you. It's great to talk to you again.
0: It's wonderful to speak with you. I'm already a huge fan of your work, and I can't, of course, wait to start sharing these mouth-watering recipes in this latest book, but if you don't mind, I'd like to begin on a personal note, because in the introduction of the book, I hadn't known this, but you were originally studying uh, neurosurgery in medical school, but then your love of food and nutrition changed all that. So tell us how you became a preventative medicine physician.
1: Sure. You always ask me the best questions. (laughs) So, yeah, I I started off training to be a neurosurgeon, um, and I thought it's what I always wanted to do because I loved working with my hands. I love to cook, as you know, but I also love carpentry. I love the brain. I thought it was going to combine all my interests, but what I found was it didn't. It kind of was all-consuming and took away from my interests, and when I left, I was a little bit lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I started getting more involved in food and more involved in agriculture and understanding where my food came from. And through that, I discovered there was a field of preventive medicine, which I didn't really know about, that you could do many things with. And it was devoted to treating populations of people. You could think about um, what those people ate. You could think about where they got their food from. You could think about the policy around it. And I realized it was what I always wanted to do but didn't know it. And so I was so, so excited and so happy to discover it. I went to Hopkins where I um, worked with a guy named Bob Lawrence, who was one of the only other physicians I had met who was also passionate about these same things. And it was just a great opportunity that opened so many doors and it allowed me to kind of live my dream.
0: Well, and in living your own dream, you have helped so many of us because, of course, what we put in our bodies really does determine a lot of our our health and well-being, and boy, you've changed a lot of lives with your work. And the Power Five, I could tell, was a true labor of love for you. Uh, The recipes are fantastic, of course, but they're also nutritious, and you explain the health benefits of each of the Power Five foods. I know I'm asking a big question here, but can you kind of briefly we go over the five categories of foods and why they're so essential to our health.
1: Sure, you know you you really uh, nailed it. This, this was a labor of love. You know, my first two books that we talked about before, I wrote with Mike Rosen, my good friend, and this one I did by myself. And this book is very much me, and I wrote it because I love food. I love eating it. I love cooking it. I love sharing it with people. And as a foodie and preventive medicine physician. I get really frustrated when I look out in the world and I see all the clickbait headlines that are scaring people from eating this thing or confusing them about what's good for them. And even when you talk to trusted professionals, sometimes the message is don't eat this, don't eat that. I want it to really change the narrative. The Power 5 is all about empowering you to eat more. Yes, I'm a physician saying I want you to eat more, but I want what I want you to eat more of is the Power 5 and those are fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, whole grains, beans, and fish. And that's because I've read hundreds of studies on food and nutrition, so you don't have to. And they're (laughs) very consistent that these foods are the foods that help prevent cancer. These are the foods that help prevent uh, mortality from cardiovascular disease, that help prevent death from diabetes. These are the foods that when you look around the world, at the people who live the longest, they are eating these every single day, and they're the majority of their diet. But I don't want you to think about this as a diet. I know I said that word. This is a, this is a way of eating, and this is a way to live a longer, healthier life, and you've got to enjoy each day of that life. It's got to be lived to its fullest, and part of that is making sure each day is delicious.
0: Well, and Dr. Krupain, you yes, you made each and every day delicious because these recipes truly are scrumptious, like I said. And I also wanted before we get into the, maybe some specific recipes, I also wanted to mention I was very much appreciative on your sections on sourcing food. I know you're a big fan of farmer's markets. Do it yourself. I'm going to try those too. But to me, to the cultural appreciation of food because it's such a rich heritage that the various cultures bring to this country and the food, and you really shared that in the book.
1: Yeah, that's really important to me. I mean, I spend a lot of time traveling around the country, a lot of time traveling in the world. Whenever I have the opportunity to cook with one of my friend's moms who comes from a different culture than me, I jump on that opportunity and and try to learn something new. There's so much we can learn from other cultures, whether it's recipes or ingredients or ways of cooking. And I really wanted to bring that all together into this book because it helps make everyone a better cook, and it helps us to understand each other better, right? We, we, when we can talk the language of food, we can get along with people we might not know other things about.
0: And in the book too, you represented that some of the recipes—and I will use the diet word—are <laughs> like cardboard. But I want to. <laughs> I suggest that anybody who feels that way about any kind of food that's good for them, they need to try broccolini with roasted pepper sauce. So tell us a little bit about that recipe. Another favorite of mine, Chickpea Murphy. Uh, uh, What are some of your favorites, and and how did you select these recipes and uh, bring them to perfection, I will say, Dr. Krupain?
1: Yeah, so I'll say, even though I'm a preventive medicine doctor, I don't buy many cookbooks with a health focus. And that's because you usually end up with things that don't taste good. They've got weird ingredients, strange substitutions, the recipes that you won't want to make more than once. So I wanted to make sure this is a cookbook first. It just happens to be healthy for you, not a health book that you cook from. And so I turned my kitchen into basically a lab where I worked for about two years on the recipes, just the recipes, uh, creating them, testing them over and over again, to make sure that they were absolutely delicious and that you would want to make them in your own home and that even the pickiest of eaters would want to have them. So yes, I love broccolini. Uh, I like to eat broccolini just basically steamed, boiled with a little bit of salt and olive oil. It's delicious. But you can amp up the flavor and get more Power 5 ingredients in if you make the red pepper sauce. Adds a whole other layer and gets you a couple more Power 5 foods. Um, One of my favorite recipes, is the eggplant parmesan recipe. It's comfort food to the max, uh, but usually it's terrible for you. So a doctor recommending it sounds very strange. My recipe makes it easier to make and healthy, even though you might not think about it as healthy. So I like to um, not salt the eggplant. I don't wanna bread it, I don't wanna fry it. So I'm taking out the carbs and I'm taking out a lot of saturated fat. I cut it really thin and I stack it really high, many layers. In between each of the layers, I put a little bit of a super simple tomato sauce, a little bit of basil if it's available and in season, and then a little bit of grated Parmesan cheese or a little bit of pecorino cheese, a sheep's milk cheese. These are aged cheeses, so they're packed with flavor. A little bit goes a long way. So instead of using a melty mozzarella cheese, which is kind of on the blander side, I'm adding extra flavor, so you're not going to miss all the things I took away. You're going to think this dish is absolutely delicious. It's going to be way better for you, but you're not even going to be thinking about that because it just tastes good.
0: Well, oh, that's Murphy, well, chick I... That,
1: the chickpea let me just tell you about that really quick. That's a fun, that's a really fun dish. So I grew up in uh, part of my childhood was in northern New Jersey, and in the area I grew up in, there was all the Italian restaurants served a dish called chick chicken Murphy, and that was weird. Why is it an Italian restaurant sounding a dish that sounds kind of Irish? But it was uh, chicken and sausage and peppers and mushrooms and crispy potatoes and a really sort of tangy, buttery sauce, and I used to love it. And turns out that chickpeas are a great substitute for chicken. So in the book we call it Chickenify Your Beans, and so I make almost the same dish, but instead of the chicken and sauces, I use chickpeas. It's really flavorful. It's really tangy. It's got all those Power 5 foods in it. Absolutely delicious. And when you see it in the book, it looks fantastic. You can't help but want to eat it. Dr. Kroupa, oh, I'm so glad
0: you mentioned that because in addition to, I mean, being again ultra nutritious and delicious, the the recipes and the photos in the book are just fantastic. I would love to talk to you for another half an hour at least, but unfortunately we're running out of time. But I just want to thank you so much. I was very much looking forward to this interview, and you have nailed it, my friend. Thank you, Dr. Kroupa. Thank you. Thanks for
1: having me. Great to be with you again.
0: Well, wonderful to be with you, and I so appreciate your time, your expertise, and sharing your information with us. And for you listeners out there, please check out what I am calling my new kitchen Bible, the Power Five, uh, because all of us want to stay feisty and healthy into our 90s and beyond, and we want to be very happy doing it and satisfy those taste buds while we're making our bodies healthier. We're transforming our bodies and making them healthy for years to come. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying i catch you later. Bye-bye.